ahead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's going to be another day. Another day. I got my stitches out yesterday. Hey, or the day before, rather. Yeah. Got some nice little bandages across here. Said they'd wear out and fall off pretty soon. He says, I'm healing well. And my voice is coming back too, which is good. I've been waiting on that. My voice is my fortune, whether I'm making money from it or not. <laughs> Games are a bit a little sparse, but that's okay. I'm just feeling real good. Today, I want to talk about time. Time and keeping time. And we'll talk about that after this. Okay, what I mean is, one of the things, it's so funny that uh, right away I started talking about something and I go off on a tangent, but it's funny how people can be good at something even though they're not good at a few certain things. I mean, everybody has their specialties. Everybody's good at something. And, and you know, but, you know, you're never, I'm, I don't feel that everybody's ever good 100% at it. What it means is if there's something you're good at, like fixing a car or or keeping track of, you know, your checkbook or, you know, even arts and crafts and things like that. There are things in, that are involved in that are just, they're a pain. They're a real pain to, to deal with. A friend of mine who was a game master, he's called donkey work. And what he meant was his prep. I mean, he has certain things about prep he doesn't like. He calls it donkey work. He says the best thing about donkey work is the fact that you only have to do it once. It's the the things that come up, you know, again and again. But if you get it down once, then you know how to do it. And you can just, you know, like that. The harder ones are the ones where you have to really, like, think about it. Really have to, you know, approach it. Ideas are like that sometimes. But anyway, once again, I'm getting off, off subject here. Time. Now, I've already admitted that as far as, like, like lo- not locations, but I mean distance. Like how long it takes to from to get from point A to point B. That's one of my weaker spots, because it's like okay, you're doing an adventure, and you say you have to be, and you all have all the locations that you think they're going to go to, even in a sandbox, you think they're going to go to, and it's okay. How far is it from here to here to here to here to here to here? Well, I'm bad at that. But what I found out was it's not that important. You can make it important. You can ballpark stuff. Ballparking stuff is probably the best thing that human beings have ever come up with for as far as ideas go. Because if you can guesstimate at something for a, in a game situation, that's good enough as far as I'm concerned. The other thing is time. Time. Now, I'm talking about, say, you're running a murder mystery. But like I said, every adventure is a mystery. But there are certain things like murder mysteries, adventure tales, things like that, that have kind of, some of them have a time limit. And you've got, you've got to pay a little bit of attention to that. I was struck by watching Dragnet tonight. I was watching old episodes of Dragnet on YouTube. And our, I, it's one of my favorite shows. I, I always loved Dragnet as police procedurals because once again it's 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 like i told you about like 
concepts, a concept, a format that came up with, like I talked about earlier, I talked about like the Sherlock Holmes stories by Arthur Conan Doyle and other things like that, where it starts out, you have the same setup, pretty much the same setup always, but it's what you can do. You can work within the setup, you know, what can you do within the setup? And it's the same thing with Dragnet. 605, Frank and I went down to such and such and such. 703, we checked out the apartments over at this, uh, the suspect, and his landlord said this, that, and the other thing. And so, you know, they're pre- he's pretty much on the nose with that kind of thing. I'm not, because it's a real pain for me. So, one, things you think are important or I should say you think don't make something here's 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 some another tip for GMing don't make things as important as you think they are or don't I think you know what I mean some things you think are important in a game are not important they're they're not important enough this is all part of the lazy dungeon master thing for me things you think are important guess what they're not as important as you thought they were Things are only as important as what the players make it. You can make it important in your scenario, but if they make something else important, that's the way you go. And as far as time goes, if you have like, say, in four days, they've, uh, okay, they've kidnapped a prominent businessman in, let's say, three days. In three days, they're going to kill him if so much money isn't sent. Okay, you have three days, 72 hours. Now, as a game master, you know time is flexible, at least on your end. You know that from doing like dungeon crawls and things like that. Oh, how many turns has it been? When do you want to light that next torch? Something I really don't keep track of, but some people do. And that's why some of these game systems, when you're when I'm reviewing them and stuff, that's why and I watch reviews, that's why sometimes important and even even established games like D&D, it's important like how many minutes at a turn, how many seconds in a turn, or or things like that, a turn or a phase or whatever you want to call it. That, and that's important. Sometimes it's important within the encounter, within the scenario. I mean, if you've got an encounter, say you had a random encounter in a dungeon, and you guys, they fight for so long it's going to attract something else or something else is going to happen or something like that. So that's something to keep in your head roughly. And I thought, you know, it's just, there must be some way where you can like keep track of it on paper. Yeah. You got a, you got paper there. You got a pencil or a pen. Yeah. Keep track of it. Do hash marks. If you have to on a grid or do my, my favorite, the, the radio clock. You can make the, in fact, that was born out in uh, the, the, the game Blades in the Dark. I don't really care for Blades in the Dark, but it's got some really neat concepts in there, and the clock is one of them. You can divide that clock up for so many turns and say, and put it like the 40-minute mark, okay, another squad of orcs is scheduled to be in there. So if they reach, and you just color in, color in the turns, and when they reach that and they're still not, you know, they're still not done. They're going to show up and complicate things. Okay, easy peasy. No problem. You know, just find your own way of doing this. Because let me tell you, once again, as in other things, time isn't as important as you think it is. It needs to be, yes, it needs to be paid attention to. Just like location, just like things like that. But in in fiction, and gaming is fiction, 
time is flexible. Time is as flexible as you want to make it. Now, this is one of the few things to me in a game, a cooperative storytelling role-playing game, that the game master has ultimate say over. It's one of the few things because, you know, this is a cooperative thing. I say the game happens at the table. Everybody contributes. The game master contributes the frame. They contribute the characters. You go and see what happens. But there are one or two things where the game master says, okay, it's been 15 minutes. It's been two hours. Two days later, because you're the narrator. You are the guy that is spinning the world. They are living in this world. They will try and spin it the way they want to, but it doesn't always go that way. I'm not saying it's a battle. I'm not saying it's a tug of war. But what I'm saying is you are the one who puts the player, they put, he put, you put the characters in context. You are the context, okay? So as far as time goes, it's your baby. It's your baby and... That's how you should think of it. Well, I got to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And I also like to say we are monetized, as I do every time. And as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program. And I would thank you. Thanks to these people, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thank you guys for su helping support this, this show. And I also want to remind you of Dan Griggs, the Young Y-U-N-G, the Young Grognard Podcast, Mark C. Wallring's the Yawning Albert Podcast, Big John Allen Larges, the Red Dice Diaries Podcast, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm -hmm.